everyone can, you know, bomb every single pole like a dog pissing on the way home. But are those hundred tags good? I really do think someone that just is a whore to social media of their own stuff, it makes them look like a fucking tool. When you start now, then you're younger. Nothing beats that quantity because, you know, no one's going to be fucking Picasso off the bat. Welcome to episode 49 of Toy Division. It's a conversation with two former guests who are now part of the Toy Division team. And uh, they were a bit gutted to find out that I'm not paying their superannuation, which is the Australian version of a private pension. And they're not getting paid anything for their time. No one decided they wanted to get a t-shirt by leaving a five-star review in iTunes or a written five-star review in iTunes. Um, so I've got no winner to announce. Anyway, enough of my bullshit. Let's jump straight in. Please enjoy. Oh, that's nice. It's a good way to start. Welcome to Toy Division episode 49. Manners, TD, manners. <laughs> manners, Mr. TD. So I'm welcoming <laughs> Mr. Keyline and Mr. Export back to TD. They're now part of the TD team. We're building an army, slowly but surely, building a worldwide okay. army. The takeover. Takeover. TD takeover. Oh, we do have superannuation, don't we? Uh, actually, we're <laughs> interesting enough because I've been self-employed. Oh, what? shit, that you mean from... My contract. Oh, you mean from Toy Division? <laughs> ah, mate, you're all subcontractors. You've got to sort your own tax and oh, um, super out, mate. Ah, oh, shit. Guys, you're like, I'm out, fuck this, beep, 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 just hang up, <laughs> fuck this. I thought I was going to get paid something for this. I was like, I'm getting paid jack shit for it now. You're like, isn't it a yeah. cash in hand job, isn't it? <laughs> cash for a hand job. Um, okay, oh. so let's um, let's move away from prostitution and talk yeah. about painting prostitution. So on a very short term, quick notice i put the questions out there but let's give a bit of context to people that are listening so the date not the exact date the the month is january 2021 happy new year happy new year you all made it if you're still listening to this on a two-way radio in the future (laughs) we made it (laughs) they're sitting there in that that scene in terminator is it one or two terminator one where they're like underground and there's like the dogs are just going nuts there's some kid listening on a fucking disused <laughs> iPad and what are they listening to just before they die episode 49 of Toy Division like yeah as if you wouldn't go out as with a bang you wouldn't. go out with a yeah. bang um, so just to give a bit also a bit of context I think we've got a, just you know the elephant in the room unfortunately the news came out a couple of days ago that the um groundbreaking um, hip-hop artist MF Doom unfortunately passed away back in October and it's tragedy just really like for me MF Doom just amazing just an amazing artist in terms of the variety and style of his rapping and his beat production as well and you know, I was just sitting on my sofa on New Year's Day, not actually nursing that bad a hangover. I don't quite know how that worked. I don't know how all the planets aligned. I drank a lot because it was almost also my mother-in-law's wake that day. And they had, at the wake, it was like just beers on tap. And I was just fucking plowed about 10 beers. And uh, anyway, moving on. But then I found out the news of that. And I was just like, it technically wasn't 2021. Well, it wasn't 2020 because you know, everyone's like as soon as 2021 happens everything will be sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and everything will be pure and then it was like first day of 2021 i find out mf doom's dead and i'm like fuck you yeah it was a bit of a bit of a different type of a vibe to it wasn't it and i mm. guess they'd also kept it under under wraps since october so, who knows? But I guess, yeah, just an amazing rapper. I just thought I'd say that because there seems to be definitely a lot of people that are writers that really like MF Doom. So, oh man, I think my whole um, my whole feed that day yeah. 
from yeah. what I looked at. Oh, even still now, it's just flowing in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even other rappers, other MCs and hip hop personalities were into it. Like, well, not into it, into it, but yeah, they were all pouring their tributes out and everything like that. So. Because yeah, I'm just checking the questions that we're going to answer today and I'm just looking on the feed and it's like MF Doom painting screenshots of covers just just a great artist and that's the thing isn't it is that so much stuff can happen in like a day a week a month a year um you know 2020 was a son of a bitch and um let's get it on a positive vibe and start asking some of these questions so the only downside of me only putting the questions online two hours ago is there is limited questions but i know from previous experience that all of us like a little bit of a chat have you got some spicy ones there? Um, not really that spicy, oh. to be honest. But... I like just that spicy to sting the ring, mate. So just start throwing them. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's keep them fucking spicy as hell. If I can work out how to actually find questions in this fucking thing. Here we go. Okay. The ring stinger questions live on <laughs> the Okay. So there's actually only two people, but both of them have left more than one question. So... Let's fucking dive straight in. Okay, so this oh. is... Before we dive in, are you copping that audio on your end? Of what? Oh, I don't know, I just gotta sort it. Yeah, now nah, all good, all good, all good. Okay, so this is a question by the, the name of someone on Instagram whose Instagram name is, it's a long one, IDK, I guess that means I don't know. So it's IDK underscore what underscore we underscore are underscore anymore 8990. I don't know what we are anymore. I don't know what we are anymore 8990. But there was, there's a lot okay. of underscores. So yeah, this that's person's left a number of questions. Yeah, so this is a controversial one. So let's drag you in on this, Mr. Keyline. What mm -hmm. country... So what country has the best style? Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, you, Mr. Keylight, please contribute. And here's a fucking random question, which is really hard to answer. Now, go. Throw me straight into the black hole, hey? Back. Yeah. Well, I suppose you could start breaking that question down by really on, on your personal preference. Um, I mean... I can tell you from when I first got into graffiti, like it was all about the New York scene and, and you know, you literally pick up a mag, even even this day, I guess, and all you could do was search graffiti, just one word, and you'd instantly be shown flicks of like Seth and Cope and Scene and, you know, they had that, that's just that distinct style of the time. But I don't know, if, if you want to say personal preference of mine like um I'm, I'm really digging the the berlin scene at the moment there's some just crazy crazy panels and all sorts coming out of that that country or city um yeah there's just i don't know it's almost like information overload on instagram when you go up because you can just type in a country and hit search and then you brought up thing I don't know do you, do you guys want to hear my like my personal preference or are you just kind of throwing this question out for debate what's your personal like, preference yeah tell us come on reveal all preference. come on come on <laughs> fucking burn city bright oh Melbourne oh. city <laughs> 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 the internet the internet just imploded <laughs> Thousands of Aussie writers, <laughs> thousands are listening. Uh, well, there's tons and tons of Aussie writers that listen to this podcast have just gone, fuck yeah. The other maybe one fourth have just gone, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, get fucked. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I'm going to alleviate some of that stressor because it sounds like Westline for life. Westline for life, <laughs> Mr. Keyline. There you go. It's the old, the old beefs coming out. <laughs> Beef now, look. I'll, I'll throw out like a there's one I don't really know where they're from but it's that like distinct style it's somewhere in like Eastern Bloc Europe I think one of those countries uh, one of them has a there's one guy I think he writes Droid um, he's got like this really distinct style and 
I think the other guy, Cube, or his Instagram is like Cubism. They have this really kind of like bubble style to these like really thin, pointy connections. And I just really love seeing what those guys are doing that kind of style at the moment. I'm just looking for it right now. I can't find Cubism. When you said Droid, I thought you might have meant Druid. Yeah, no, that's from, it, sorry. Druid. Yeah. yeah, I believe, I believe he's from Holland. Okay, yeah. I believe, I think he was on a F24 podcast. I think. If that's yep. who I'm thinking yeah, it is. Druid. Yeah. I just DM'd you the other guy if you want to have a quick quick squeeze but quick squeeze holy shit oh cubism with a k fuck me yeah yeah what are we all looking at here (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm just gonna forward it to you yeah anyone that's listening to this anyone that's listening to this look up cubism with a k and a z underscore underscore dome 37 check that shit out yeah, so like future future computer funk steez, hey. Like looks like spaceships battling you out of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. If space two was still alive, he'd be rocking that stuff. If who was yeah. still alive, did you say sorry? Uh, case two. Ah, oh, case two. R.I.P. case two. Yep. King of what? King of yeah. Um, my favourite bit with him is not even where he's doing the sketch in that scene it's the bit where he's just like stomping his way through the like entrance to the building such a galow such a galow just looking just like he would fucking deck you oh yeah, yeah. such a what, what about you guys presence don't, don't just leave me hanging with that one. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, I'll dive in. So I oh. guess for me, I guess for me, it, it can definitely come... It depends on which fucking day of the week it is. Some days of the week, I'm like, I mean, for me, definitely the European train style. And that's very broad when I say European. More Scandinavian. So people like WFC, uh, Uzi, uh, I think it's Q. And also then their... Um, their kin or their other part of the crew, you know, SDK in France, which was like NXS or probably is still NXS, Soleil, um, you know, so, so amazing. Again, I'm just obsessing back about um, Dirty Hands 1, 2 and probably 3. But I guess there's so many different styles. I mean, when I, one of the things I really do like is I actually really like the various Australian styles and I know that they've changed a lot. And this is going to be a bit controversial to them people who... Is someone sketchy? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's like someone's been caught doing something at school. Is someone sketching? I can hear a pencil moving. No, Mr. TD. No, Mr. TD. Don't beat me. No. (laughs) Love it. It's real real sound effects. So I guess... Also, like you said, with the, the New York stuff, and again, there's so many different styles. You know, that's, this is a really tough question to answer because graffiti has gone off on so many different avenues and so many different styles and evolved both. What was What's amazing is that so many different styles evolved on their own, almost in kind of like a little Petri dish. And then like those Petri dishes all just got there was an accident at the Petri dish uh, facility and they all just got spilled into each other and the internet is the spillage. Mm. And you've got just got, yeah. so, you know, people like, again, oh, there's these super unique styles which really just boggle your mind. Someone like Eggs, or sorry, EGS, uh, not the guy that's, or the, the person, uh, I shouldn't say guy, girl, Paul, the person who's been putting up like the egg, literally an egg throw up in London and is now writing Eggs. But there's also a guy from Finland, I think. Eggs, EGS, and just like that, that style. So I guess I'm not answering the question at all. I think it's too difficult a question to ask. So, I think it's a really, what is the most common magazine you own then when it comes to 
like looking at all your graph styles because I was just while I was listening to you guys apart from um drawing again which seems to be a pretty bad habit of mine um how dare you draw when you're know, a, a dedicated graffiti writer how dare you scribbler dog chop his hands off um <laughs> style file man like yeah European graph but I feel like European graph is really broad at the same time because you whip out a you know like a style file for example and you have all those wild styles in there but there's something different about them do you also, get them? also europe's a fucking continent that's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah 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 no i'm not i'm not yeah, i'm not yeah, i'm not saying that accusate accusate accusation accusing accusatory wise <laughs> but people go oh this that euro trash like when people say euro trash style and it's yeah. like there's so europe isn't a country it's a collection mm. of very 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 varied um styles maybe i'm just defending europe i, yeah. I, I don't agree with brexit you've just lost all the european listeners <laughs> or, I've, or i've actually lost all the fucking right-wing dickheads that voted for brexit and to be honest i don't want you cunts listening to this podcast anyway so get fucked um that was friendly wasn't it um but yeah, yeah shit fuck you need to take a breath mate. this is getting political 2021 <laughs> i'm like yeah this is gonna be positive and chilled fuck brexit fuck boris johnson covid's not real it's a myth blah 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 blah, blah. oh shit i'm lost in the rabbit hole of the internet and because i've yeah. seen something on the internet i think it must be true so the original question was what's yeah. your favorite favorite style or favorite country just really, it was favorite. Really... It was favorite country, wasn't it? Like that style from that country. Uh, was that what, right? what? What country has the best style? I'm gonna go Australia because Australia nice. has so many, so many export riders that are just fucking good. Like you look at a lot of promotional, oh, not promotional stuff. Well, there is that one promotion going on at the moment, but um, what yeah, promotion? Oregon, Oregon Aussie riders are the new. The new the new rider tin um, come out from MTN by I think it's Sekios or Sekios I don't know how to pronounce Sekios. his word yeah Sekios yeah like you know he's I mean he he may or she may or I'm not sure but you know like Australia has a lot of talent and maybe that's just really biased is but, it German um, Montana or Spanish Montana that's brought that out I think it's German I think it's Montana. Nine. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not MTN. It's. I think it's actually the Montana. Or so Montana. What they brought out a can that's like a signature yeah, he's, one of Sekios. Yeah, yeah, he's got a signature tin now. Good on him. Well, Sekios or Sekios or Sekios or Sekov, whatever. What a fucking writer. Yeah, but to see, this is what I mean. Like, yeah, Sorik and Oregon Aussie writers. And I mean, also, all the international listeners are probably like, no, nah, man, New Yorkers are the best bombers. But, you know, you can't please them all, can you? Uh, true. And Mr. Keyline, do you have a... Because I, I have to say, and that, that I'm going to get executed when I go back to the UK about this, but I do think Australia's got some really fucking good styles and some for such a small number of people in such a giant, inhospitable country, the graffiti scene in Australia has always amazed me about how, like, how can I put it? How like how much how alive it is? You wouldn't expect it to be such a like a virulent. I'm just using fucking weird words today. Some vibrant, vi- vibrant. That's it. Virulent. That virulent. Like, virulent. That sounds like an Fuck. STD. Virulent, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think sounds like something you would worth. take to get rid of the STD. Yeah. You take, take your- this virulent. So anyway, Mr. Keelan, I keep cutting you off. What's what's your final decision? And then we'll we'll slam the hammer like a judge and say guilty, death sentence. Oh. Yeah, look, I can't go past the homegrown like like we've spoken about. I mean, how many how many good writers are kind of I don't I don't even know what the words I'm looking for on this, but and, and, and I think you'll find me pretty decisive when you talk to me about stuff like this because, you know, uh, seeing a hype magazine in the early 90s or whatever, you know, you'd see all the Aussie stuff and, and then you'd see, like, 
a teach panel from the UK, you know, like a fuel whole car or something. And it, it was just like completely different styles. But anyway, not to go off on a tangent, I'll just say Aussie, mate, all the way. What are you saying about London, bruv? You shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking watch out. <laughs> Well, it, it is kind of hard for us too, mate, because we grew up here, so obviously yeah. we've seen... Got the country bias, day. Eh? So, and, you, and you're pulling the, uh, you guys grew like, here, I flew here. I didn't, I didn't whoa, know we whoa. Going, oh, whoa. Are we taking this to Cronulla? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got out of hand real quick, first TD discussion for 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit and Cronulla all in the Cronulla. world. Cronulla. There's going to be the TD riots. Fucking hell. English people coming over here on fucking dinghies all the way from London. Oh. What are you saying about London, bruv? What are you saying about DDS, yeah? How dare those British dogs come over here on boats, man? Fucking hell. How, how dare they come here two yeah. or 300 years ago and just borrow dare. slash steal all the land? How dare they? Um, how dare they? That sounds actually quite like I'm agreeing with it. I do not agree with it. Anyway, let's move on because this has got a bit weird. But anyway, thanks. I don't know what we're. I don't know who what we are. Anymore. It was the I, I don't know what we are anymore. I think. Yeah, thanks oh, for that. Know. You fucking torn TD apart in its first <laughs> week of operation. That's it. It's closed down. We're putting God. up a used. We're putting up a used con, used condom. Not used condom. Closed down. <laughs> Oh, that was a Freudian slip. Anyway, moving on. So, shout out to Mr. Aristos. Aristos. To Mr. Aristos. Um, now, we have discussed this one before, but I think it's always worth going back through. And I think, I think, from memory, it was just me and Mr. Export that talked about this. But if it was you, Mr. Keyline, I do apologise. My brain is like a sieve. So, the question is, quantity or quality? Hey, that was us that we spoke about this. So how about Mr. Export? You go you go you, you, you start us off on that one. Because I know we have spoken about it, but let's just let's reiterate. We lost him. Huh? Mr. Mr. No. Keyline. Are you there? No, I think it was Mr. Export. I said, didn't I? Yeah, Mr. Oh, was it? Don't try to dodge your way out of that. Come on, Mr. Oh, X, yeah. get your fucking I was trying to, was stop, trying to deflect. Stop sketching, mate. Deflect. Start concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we talked about this um, not too long ago in yeah. the in the distant past. I still stand by it. I mean, it's a mixture of both, really. Yeah. And then, oh, no. That, and see, it's very funny because um, the other day, I mean... I guess now, when you get older, you get more responsibilities. Unless you're living in that nice little section of life where you can probably still produce a lot of quantity as things. But the thing is, when you say quantity, you're like quality. When you say quantity, it's like quantity of what? Like work. Yeah, I get that. But how? Or tagging, or exactly. Or you know, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna do what. I think, how did I say it before? Like, everyone can, you know, bomb every single pole like a dog pissing on the way home. But are those 100 tags good? Do you know what I mean? It's fucking bad. And then, yeah, and then, well, you might only hit, you know, say 20 poles on the way home or like 20 boxes or something on the way home. But those 20 tags are fucking phenomenal. That's, you know, would that be quality over quantity? Whereas someone's gone 100 they're all dog shit and someone's only done 20 wow. and they're good i don't know if it's in the background of my recording or someone else's but this is there's definitely some cicadas oh that's me on someone's microphones but i don't i want to leave those in because they are they're yeah. just making people realize this is real talk this is street culture um yeah you, you're, making street culture. Think, you're making me think back to um what else when we were speaking shit about it before, but I still stand by, I think quality, but quantity mm. comes first. You know, everyone wants to go all city. You know, you, you know that old classic, it's like, oh, I want to go all city, man. You try and do that. And you know, you're putting in fucking quantity and quantity and quantity. Some of it's good, some of it's not. And then you get to a stage where you just like, fuck it, I'm going to do one piece a month or, you know, I might do a throwy a week or something. I think 
it comes to a stage where you probably did put in the hard yakka where you can just do that. It's no bother. Like, I don't think anyone's ever going to sit there and be like, oh, 2D only did two pieces this month. Like, fuck me. Like, you know, he's really dropping the ball lately. Whereas if they knew you, they'd be like, oh, well, he was busy as fuck all month when he got out for a paint and did two pieces in one day. Like, yeah. I guess it's the whole thing of like, like you're saying, uh, responsibilities change. And yeah, yeah. You need, you need for external validation, you know, as the term, are you still a hungry ghost? Are you still looking for external stimulation to fill your being with worthiness? You know, that's a Buddhist term, hungry ghost. I think mm. I explained it. That was the one I've done with the graffiti machine. That wasn't one of you guys. Fuck, I've got a bad memory. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Mr. Keyline, your memory's shit. What's that? Who said that? <laughs> I don't know. When is that? Um, Mr. Keyline, quality, let's flip it, quality or quantity? Quality or quantity? I was, it's funny, I was actually having a discussion with a mate yesterday about this. Um, we were talking about some bloke uh, who's who's been going pretty hard in the city and he must just drive around and be like, all right, I'm going to go there tonight and crunch it. But we were were debating whether, you know, he was a worthy mention or not because his stuff is just putrid. Well, I wouldn't say putrid. You know, it is what it is. It's quick and easy and whatever and he's fucking up. But, um, Mm. you know, and, and, and then the, my other side note to this discussion was he literally puts up everything he does in social media. Oh. Yeah, that um, shits me as well. Oh. That shits me. Yeah. I have this issue, Mr. Keyline, with someone. I don't personally, I haven't been like, oh, I've got an issue with you, dickhead. But comes up in conversation all the time. So what's the point, man? Like, if you're going to go bombing, please let me just go see it. Like, I don't want to have to load up social media and look at yeah, it's already a, a 24-hour storyline of the same tag, a hundred photos of it. You know, great, cool. Like, let me just go. Same deal. This is the same deal. And and my, my comment to that was, and also probably advice to people listening um, who do do this kind of thing, you know, the authorities do take notice of this stuff, so eventually yeah, it will catch up with you. Mm. Um, but I don't also, know. I, also, can I just dive in on that? Also, you make yourself look like a fucking toy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't remember where I read it or someone said, but they were saying you shouldn't upload flicks of your own graph. Let those other kids with those pages post it up for you. Yeah, man. Oh, just <laughs> fuck. I, I've never, never liked it. Like, I get I get the drive to do it, but, like, I've seen footage of people uploading, like, bits of footage of them doing insights on commuters straight to their Instagram story. Like, what are you <laughs> fucking doing, man? Like, I maybe I'm just old. I'm probably old, and every young buck that listens to this will be going... Fuck you, old man. That's the future. That, this is now. <laughs> but like, the whole thing is, graffiti is meant to be like, you know someone's up because you see their graffiti in real life. Now, I get that some people want to spread their anonymity. I get that. But I really do think someone that just is a whore to social media of their own stuff, it makes them look like a fucking tool. Now, but could um, we bring... Could we bring that back to the discussion we had that day of using the internet to your advantage in a yeah. smart manner? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's, that's, there's a big difference between uploading every shitty hollow throw-up you've got and every single fucking tag and every single pen tag and every sticker on social media and using it as a tool to, you know, make mm. some money out of this thing which should dedicate potentially 15, 20, 30 years of your life. That's very different, I think. Yeah, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, everyone's got to remember that platforms like Facebook and Instagram are owned by like the corporate world. (laughs) And they, you literally, when you sign up, you agree to terms and conditions that they virtually own and can use 
everything, every bit of information and every picture and video you put up on there to use at their discretion for whatever they like. So if that's not set off alarm bells, like, I, I, you know, I think it's just like one of those out of, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind things like, oh, you know, that'll never happen to me. So whatever. I mean, um, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I've actually been banned from Facebook for like um, sort of political kind of stuff, I guess. Which, which I thought was like a freedom of speech, so I just kept pushing the boundaries, and now I can't even um, access my Facebook account. Yeah, but, um, we're in, we're in, we're we're now in the era of Google, Facebook, and whatever deciding what is or isn't acceptable to some degree. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that it, it, idiotic right wing or potentially left wing fanatics, because again, people that think they understand what left wing and right wing and communism fascism really means often don't really understand what it actually means and throw those terms around you know i've had two or three people in the last couple of weeks go what does communism actually mean and what is fascism i'm like come on look read a fucking book come on um or look on facebook but they they edit what you can and can't see and the other thing people need to realize is just because you've deleted something from your Instagram direct messages or your Instagram, it's sitting somewhere on a server. Also, every text message you ever send on any phone is stored at the network. Just because you've deleted it from your phone, it doesn't mean it's not sitting somewhere. And if people really want to, they will go to the network, your phone network, they'll go to Vodafone, they'll go to Telstra, you know, all that's just in Australia, those networks, or they'll go to Instagram and Facebook to say, hi, we've got a subpoena for this person's arrest. We'd like to collect evidence. They hand it over. Facebook, Instagram, Telstra, Vodafone, whatever phone network, they will hand everything straight over. And they will sit there and go through every single fucking thing you've put on social media or sent via text message. Including those big pics to your friends. Yeah, of course. They're the um, they're the best bits. That's what they really I actually did yeah, get. Um, I actually did get a little story. Actually, I was coming back from Hong Kong and I had gone there for a couple of days. I was still on a holiday visa. I hadn't been doing any work. I was very much following the rules. I went to move to Australia, got to customs, and I think I must have triggered a fucking alarm or something at passport check or whatever. And someone from customs took me aside and basically accused me of working illegally. And under certain laws, they can basically confiscate your phone and go through all your text messages, all your WhatsApp messages and stuff like that. Now, I have nothing to worry about. I have not been working at all. They also accessed my bank accounts and looked through my bank accounts to check money had not been paid into um, my account. So that's cuntish. But anyway, my WhatsApp messages, the only thing that was in there was a couple of months of chat with my ex-girlfriend. And they were pretty spicy chats. They're pretty spicy. Pretty sexual, and the guy that hang on, I'll get the what? Hang on, I'll get the tissues. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of what I suspect happened. The guy that was checking, weirdly enough, looked quite flustered and had to leave. He had to he kind of like <laughs> he had to hand over to another colleague, and he disappeared off. And where he was going was the toilets. <laughs> so I've got a feeling. Home, so home, tea. <laughs> we released fucking... the TD exotic literature like this year or something. <laughs> is, that <what's> happening? <laughs> is that where you're storing all my photos and conversations? <laughs> yeah, that's that's my end plan. Get rid of the podcast, no t-shirts, just the fucking exotic literature. Ad- adult anime. Um, anyway, and then he disappeared <laughs> off, and I'm guessing homeboy got a hard on, and um, he needed to fucking expel some some chi. So. I don't quite know how we got to this, but anyway, let's, let's swing back. <laughs> we were talking yeah, about laws and Instagram and photos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we went way off with that one. We didn't went we? way off, but homeboy went way on. Okay, yep. so. Look, just, okay. just bringing it back. Look, when, when, I guess when you're starting out and you're younger, nothing beats that quantity because, yeah. you know, no one's going to be fucking Picasso off the bat and corners teach you a lot of things you know you, you can control and yeah and repetition as well yeah absolutely that's it man um working on that repetition all the time yeah and and now like i'm older i i just go for the quant um uh, the quality like 
I'm, you know, just trying to push myself and, and trying to keep it clean and not even keeping it clean, just, just fucking quality, mate. This one looks mm. sick, the looks sexy. I, yeah. I have to say, shout out to my friend who is, he's new to the scene. And he's definitely, he's definitely going in. He's definitely putting in some work, which is great to see. But what I keep trying to explain to him is, is that he will look back and just think, fuck, why didn't I just spend more time? Like really, getting what I was doing, looking cleaner. It's such a temptation to like discover graffiti, discover the buzz you get from like doing some tags, doing some throw ups, doing whatever. And then you just go fucking nuts. And then you're like, yeah, doing this and doing fucking 10 throw ups in one night, hundreds of tags, la 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 la. And then you look back at it and you're like, my God, it was all so shit. Mm. <laughs> and if I just spent that extra time to really like perfect what I was doing, even just learning how to do a very basic straight letter or just really getting a really nice tag, spent a couple more months, I could have used that energy. But again, I guess, would that be, would it be as fun? You know, when you're first starting out and you're just going bananas, you don't really know what you're doing and it's all well and good. My only thing is I look back at the majority of my, like stuff that I did for years and years and it was so shit. But again, is it is it better to have actually done that, got out there and done that illegal stuff and I uh, got some panels done and track size done and quite a lot of bombing. If I just sat around and, you know, I know some people, they never actually end up going and painting. They get too obsessed with making it perfect. Then that's a never ending hamster wheel. And all they do is sketch and sketchbooks. I'm not hating on people that just sketch and sketchbooks. But I think if you've never actually gone out and done proper graph, like you've never actually gone out and painted a piece, you ain't even a writer. What do, what's your two opinion on that? God, I'm being so controversial on this episode. Brexit, yeah. calling people toys, telling people to fuck off, um, validating yeah. fucking genocide. What a cunt. Fuck. Um, you've stumped me. You're, oh, yeah? Uh, I mean, you, you kind of need the, you need a bit of both from both realms. It's good though, like when you're young, you, don't, you have that carefree attitude, you can go ham. And you can just do whatever the fuck you want. But then, yeah, as I've been saying, with responsibilities, you're kind of like, ah, shit, maybe I won't do that. But then, I mean, you know, on the way home from the pub, everyone is um, susceptible to some sort of wacky behaviour, aren't they? The best. Just really pissed, thinking you've got a booze cloak on. Oh, oh no, yeah. no one will ever see me. Yeah, man, I'll look out for you. I'll check for you. And the person that's checking is more pissed than you are. And before you know it, it's like... And that's it. You're getting pulled. And you're going, I work with kids. I fucking work with kids. I've got nothing to do. I've got kids. Why have you got 35 or 40 spray can nozzles in your pocket? I work with kids. <laughs> Shout out to the only person in the world that will know what that's referencing. Hope he's listening to this. Um, okay, so let's just jump on to one last question because we're keeping this one a little bit under the hour mark. Just, just to see how it goes, because I know that these ones can get good, but I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that you guys are having to really pull me in on these, because I'm going off on some mega tangents. Okay. Sorry, one of you say... One, one, one question left, that's at least three or four tangents there, so <laughs> this could run into, I reckon, another 40 minutes at least. Well, the one I did with the graffiti machine, the one I did with the graffiti machine, wow. I think it lasted like two hours. And Bus was like, I'm going to have to split <laughs> this up into two fucking episodes. <laughs> so, or I don't know if you just thought that like, Toy Division guy is a fucking lunatic. Why the fuck did I want to speak to him? Um, fuck, he can talk. Yeah, fuck, this guy can talk. <laughs> and you know what I love? Just black just, coffee. Just, just okay, in. so I let's like, just, just really pull another one up. Listening to talk about graph yeah. and just the culture and, and even stuff outside of graph, like uh, who I think it was the, the teach interview with F24. I think it went over three hours. I just remember sitting there like yeah. while I was working, listening to it, and then I'm just like, holy fuck, how long has this been going for? But like, it just literally captivated me and the stories and the detail, like it literally took me out of where I was and into like this guy's memory and that's why I love talking about it like it's like when you meet up with your friends um, 
and you go for a paint. Oh, it's you know you can call up your mates or chat to them on Messenger or whatever. But when you pencil in a time to actually talk about graphs like we do, or you listen to a podcast, it's just like it's it's like really exploring it on another level, and it just really gets you thinking about it too. Yeah, always gets me super hyped up as well. Always. The other thing is, we've all got partners who um, really like they 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 kind of. They humour us and they know that we like it, but it's like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit down and talk to my wife for like fucking two or three hours about graph. She doesn't fucking care. <laughs> so it's almost like you need that offlet. It's a bit like, you know, and you hang around with mates that aren't writers and then eventually you might like meet up with a mate who's a writer and you just talk each other's <laughs> fucking ears off for hours about graph. And it's just like, thank God, thank God I can finally talk about this. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> that was so <laughs> Made the internet die. Okay. So, but no, Mr. Keyline, I totally agree with you. And just to go back a step, that F24 podcast with Teach, just anyone that hasn't checked out F24, check it out. It's a fucking good podcast. And, oh, pardon me. I did interview the person that made F24 a couple of episodes ago and quite a few episodes ago and it's 24 is the british guy eh? yeah. yeah 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 there's some good episodes on that actually oh mate fucking great you've got fuel you've got teach you've got um, i actually quite enjoyed the mc grinder one. Oh, that's good uh, DJ that was MK. really good what i didn't realize was what i i had realized and so i said to the person that did f24 i was like that guy must have emceed so I was like, he, because you know how when people just do nothing, um, mm. it's almost like his MC style is so spot on, but intentionally shit, if that makes sense. It's almost like yeah. someone that's got to that point of like being quite good at something can then just take the piss out of it. And yeah. that's definitely true. But there's so many good episodes of F24. And, I, you know, the, the host of that, did tell me that there is some new ones coming in the new year and there is a secret-ish project with, I'm not going to reveal any of the details, but he gave me some information. Off air, get fucking off air, mate. Uh, but I think a lot of the idea was that there's also another British podcast, I won't say its name, um, which is basically a bit of a pile of shit and has some great guests on it, but it's a bit of a fucking... It, most writers that I know listen to it and want to fucking stab themselves in the ear with screwdrivers when they listen to it because it's so <laughs> cheesy. Which is That's gutting. about Toy Division, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, man. Um, but then, you know, I, anyway, I won't, I won't go into any more details because I was meant to be really, like, positive and already I'm like, fuck this podcast, fuck them, fuck these people. Um, okay, so last question. But thank again, thanks for that insight, Mr. Keyline, because I agree with you. It's so important and we're documenting things. And this is a bit of a different style, these Q&As, but it seems to have reverberated. I'm just making up words. It seems to have, like, people have liked them. So anyway, I'll stop making up words and... Oh, okay. So this Isn't is that what we do? We make our words, mate, Just and then we write sure. them for the rest of our lives. Yeah, like, there you go. Oh, and then get flame emoji um, things on Instagram to give us a <laughs> Man, I live, I live for that flame yeah. emoji. Yeah. I've got I want to get out of bed for the flame emoji. I live for the eggplant emoji. Fuck yeah. Oh, straight sternum stays, eh? Like, fuck I've, yeah. I've got, I've got a 25-inch yeah. uh, tattoo of the eggplant emoji on my bum cheek. Um, That's okay, so, different. So, different. here we go. There's a couple of... So, this is, again, is from IDK. So, I don't know what... I don't know what we are anymore. 8990. That must have been a long fucking... I'm guessing it's that wasn't because there was a number of other people that are IDK underscore what underscore we underscore are underscore anymore. And then had to go up to 8990. I'm guessing it's a code name. But anyway, so this is another question from them. IDDD. IDK. What's that? Okay, sorry. Maybe Google it. No. That, that can be a mystery for you. 
I D D Q D. Yeah. Some of you Myst- older mystery question. Might know that, maybe not. Let them write in here. Alright, okay. Um, here we go. Your favorite. This is the question now. Let's get back on track. <laughs> Your favorite <laughs> brand of paint. Only uh, brand of paint. Mr. Keyline. Favorite brand I'll of paint. One that has balanced aerosol and that has good coverage. And that's my answer. <laughs> Well, it's a bit funny. I was, <laughs> Anything that I was, doing work, a, I was painting with some mates was, yesterday, does. and I had a couple of exports that I was using, and um, it was kind. They were kind of downstream of the fumes, and they, yeah. <laughs> they both looked up. Gave me a. <laughs> oh, bro, sucks they gave me a downstream for it. Oh yeah, I just I don't know. I'll. I'll. I just. I'm not really big into brands like. I've just been about what's been cheap. I mean, all, all the colours kind of cover the same. As, well, I was having a debate about yellows uh, yesterday too. And, um, and my mate's like, why the fuck is yellow oh, always so shit? And I'm like, mate, they've been shit since they've taken the lead out of them. <laughs> even, even before that, you know, it's just one of those colours. Well, they're a, re- they're a really difficult colour to get. It's a really difficult, unnatural pigment. That's why they're really difficult. You know, compare that to like the mm. old yellows. Like people just didn't use yellow because it was so fucking shit. And you're right. If you did, you'd go and find a fucking... A dye mark. the dye mark in. Yeah. So fucking I'll, dye marks. So I'll answer the question. My favourite brand of paint. Again, I don't... I'm going to give a similar answer to as you. I don't really have a specific brand. I actually think that if it fucking comes out of the can and makes a mark, I'm quite happy with it. Because I didn't really have, you know, I was quite lucky. I didn't have when I first started painting. It wasn't like the old days where you'd have like such a small limited like collection of colors. Um, but there was definitely not like the variety you've got now is just insane. Like how many different mm. brands you've got? You go into a paint shop and there's like 20 greens, 20 fucking purples, 20 blues, 35 fucking browns. And you just like, I swear that's oh, like yeah. decision fatigue. Mm. I just, yeah. I was trying to get a, I was trying to Although get Although hands down, hands down, the best red on the market is Madrid red. I don't care what anyone says, Madrid red shits all over every red. What brand's Madrid red? Um, You get it in M1094 and Montana Hardcore. It is the fucking bee's knees of reds. Trust me. Trust me. I think the other thing is, is that I guess then learning to appreciate, you know, the wabasabi stuff we've spoken about before, um, where you kind of start to appreciate the effect that you can get with different brands, like actually getting that quite sketchy. I don't know, like the different brands have a different sort of like flavor to them. You know, something like Belton, it's an amazing, no, Molotow, it's an amazing brand of paint when it comes to really pristine colors and it's very perfect and everything like that. The problem is is it's so fucking expensive. And Mm. like, you know, where I grew up, it wasn't that expensive, but here it's insane. So do you have a favorite brand Mr. Export, other than Export, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I will harp back to what Mr. Keyline said. I, I, pretty much anything that works, anything that gets the job done. And I feel like, uh, without sounding like an absolute fucking cockhead, if you're a decent painter, you will be able to pick up anything and just use it and go, okay, well, shit, this is no good. This is such a, you know, a watered down colour. We'll just fucking bang it on over this and that can be our background or it can be a fill effect or something or you know rah 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 but 
if I had to pinpoint it to like favorite brand of paint, it would be like anything that goes over buff paint, anything that works really that gets the job done. I will still stand by Madrid Red will fucking shit over anything any day of the week. It's the best fucking color. But um, yeah, yeah. Anything it's, really, and I think it's very Anything. difficult. I, I quite like the I quite like the loop at the moment as well, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, and yeah, and yeah, Belton is expensive, but I was a very, I was lucky um, on a trip to Melbourne once. I was, I was just in a very fortunate position uh, to be able to use Belton um, for a price that I was getting something else at, and. Yeah, I've probably never used Belton since. Oh, yeah. It's just so expensive. Yeah, yeah. And but there's, it's there's... probably just... Yeah, keep going. I was going to say, it's so fucking expensive, and even though I could afford it, I just can't... I just can't bring myself to... And especially when I've had it so much cheaper, I think that's the other context that I've got, is that you know, I lived somewhere and for many years had paint that was so fucking cheap so cheap when i first mm. moved here just buying paint in general was like fuck yeah, this is expensive i suppose i've just got used to it but for a long time i was just i was just buying the cheapest paint i possibly could but then it's that whole thing of like you know you buy a shit a, a more of a shit brand of paint and you have to end up you sometimes using twice as much but i think would it just be a move to then just regress and just start doing fucking like buff fills and export outlines like really living the fucking dream because I know there's people that do that surprised. and they bring out some nice nice pieces man you would be surprised at the amount <laughs> of people that actually paint that way though yeah like Buff Fills is yeah it's well known I reckon for sure for sure yeah mate Buff Fills like this is what I was saying to someone the other day that you know another person spoke about um, many episodes ago about how that then brings out its own style mm. <laughs> yeah so, well you're working with it you know you're getting your value from yeah. money. I don't think I've ever had a shit Belton in one. And the, the oh, colour yeah. choice is just, oh, it's shit, just something yeah. else compared to yeah, the shit, yeah. competition on the market. But um, yeah, I think there's there's some responsibility mm. on riders as well to give feedback to these paint companies of what works and what doesn't. And, you know, it, it's kind of... I, I wish there was more like Aussie brands of paint that was more affordable. Like I was pretty loyal to Ironmark when they came out and, yeah. and they had that, the old fucked valve, like a female ejaculation thing. <laughs> um, you got it on that note. Oh, you've yeah. got to try the new batch there. Um, I think then someone was telling me they're made in the black line. Yep. Uh, facility or something maybe that's not knowledge that's supposed to be known maybe it is i don't really know don't really care um i'll dig it yeah that that (laughs) shit is banging man i used a green oh fuck a week and a half before christmas break and yeah it goes hard like for for an aussie paint that shit it's good so one thing I was discussing, let's draw it to a finish with this, but one thing I was saying to someone is, I wish there was a brand of paint that had very basic color range. You know, the basics, it had a chrome, it had a black, it had a white, maybe a pink, a red, a dark blue, a light blue, like a limited color range, maybe like 15 different colors max. And it was almost done in a retro sort of style. So that's basically describing the old Iron Lack Yardmaster. But I honestly, I get decision fatigue when it comes to the colours. Like I really wish there was a brand that was relatively simple and just you could remember the fucking colours. Because that's the other struggle I have is I forget the names of the different colours. It's not like... Call them um, light blue, dark blue. Yeah, but it's a bit like I, I really wish that I could have, you know how the guy from Cat Matches Colour always talks about the avocado green? Or they mm. talk about the, um, the the different colours and they're like, oh, that colour and this colour and this one. I'm just like, fuck, I don't, I don't fucking know that. 
maybe I should just get my fucking arse in gear and start remembering colours, but I do think there would definitely be a market for like a very simple, basic brand that is, doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but it works, good enough quality, but just has a very limited colour range because most people end up going for a similar fucking colour. And do you really need 30 different variations of a dark green? Depends what you're doing. Boutique. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Next, no, next, next week on Toy Division, we'll discuss <laughs> all the different things you could do with the green. Yeah, no, um, there, there is the, um, the Aero Arts are out there. They have a pretty basic um, like colour that, that's color wheel. Pretty good. Yeah. But um, it's just that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's unfortunate that it's sometimes pretty hit and miss with them. Um, well, that, you know, that's the thing you don't want, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, it's yeah, cheaper, yeah. but then if, if you've got a brand where it can be hit and miss because there isn't necessarily the investment in the product testing and the formulation of the actual paint mm. and all that type of stuff, and then it fucks up. But then I've had cans of very expensive brands totally fuck up as well. Mm. And you're like, ugh, come on, really? But I guess the other thing is, is that you know, for many years, people just kind of got whatever they could. They were using like fucking those tiny little cans of God knows what, like rust. Oh, or, you've or ever used rust kill rust? No. Fuck, man, a month <laughs> on the kill rust will bloody almost kill you, that's for sure. That shit's <laughs> it, it's, it's called kill rust. It just means kills brain cells. Yeah, that terracotta orange butt, damn, that's a good colour. But again, people go, oh, when they took the lead out of it, it was shit. It's like, basically, oh, lead yeah. destroys your brain and your nervous, <laughs> your fucking nervous <laughs> system. So, yeah, but I wanted to get stains on my tags. All right, cool. Uh, All right. Um, maybe that's why I drift off into the fucking Neverland <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Well, on that note, Right. On that note, <laughs> I'm just going to drift off into Netherlands. So I'm just going to stop recording. If you guys can just stay on for a couple of seconds. So I'm just going to stop recording. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thanks, everyone. Enjoy. That's episode 49, done and dusted. Thanks to Mr. Keyline, Mr. Export. If you're interested in any more information about Toy Division, visit Toy Division underscore podcast on Instagram. Share with your mates. The reason why I'm asking for that is more people end up listening to it. Best thing you can do is just take a screenshot of it or send a link to one of your mates. And uh, that would be really helpful and keep getting people interested in Toy Division. Anyway, enough of me gibbering on and on. See you next week. Peace out. Toy Division. <laughs>